Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, welcome back to Steady Focused. I'm your host, I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. Today on the show, I get the opportunity to do the first person-to-person -person live interview, and it's with a great friend of mine, Mr. Matt Hamilton. We are gonna walk through a little bit of his story, uh, but he is a, uh, a, a dedicated, videographer he is dedicated to the craft he's been doing this for years and years and years he started making videos and movies with his brothers when they were coming up documenting their life then he graduates from college university he moves down to austin he's making big moves down there with a big firm and lo and behold by the grace of god and just the way things work together six years later he ends up here working at hager communications and he is my partner in the video department. So, it's gonna be an awesome interview. I'm excited about this. This is actually the second time we've done this, but you'll find out about that in a minute. Without any further delay, please help me give a huge, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mr. Matt Hamilton. Thanks for having me. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Well, let's just fill them in. Why is this the second time we've done this uh, recording? Uh, we shot this in November. Okay. I think, so we were in long sleeves and coats, but yes. uh, six months later, we shot it, I think the, the mic went out, right? Yes, it did. Mic, so we're gonna yeah. be extra careful this time. Yes, we are. I'm checking levels over here. Yeah. Matt, give us your elevator pitch. I mean, who are you? Tell us who is Matt Hamilton. So my main thing uh, that I do is editing. I, I do a little bit of shooting, but my main passion is editing the software side of everything. So I love learning about different ways, you know, different software, different, uh, I'm always looking on YouTube, for example, to find out different techniques and stuff. I'm a big user of Premiere, but I also love Final Cut. So I jump back and, back and forth to both worlds. Um, and I'm always learning something new in that realm. And walk us through your professional history as a, as a filmmaker. So I've been doing this uh, professionally for probably about the last seven or eight years, but I've always filmed. I've always had a camera, had the, I borrowed my dad's big camera, you sit on your shoulder and you know, it weighs 20 pounds, but we would always film, my brothers and I, we would reenact old movies and it was terrible, but it was really fun and we still have that footage. And so I've always filmed ever since I, you know, could hold a camera has always been a passion of mine. So I'd always do that. Um, in high school, my friend introduced me that you could actually edit on your computer. To me, I always thought you had to have a big like setup, like, you know, in Hollywood, but he kind of broke that idea for me, like saying, no, you can do this on your PC, you know? So we bought this crappy, $200 editing software, it would crash all the time, but we made movies and it kind of just reignited that flame for us and we just would make stupid little two minute movies, but we enjoyed it. And so for me, the editing, it just stuck. And so I just kept doing it and doing it. And it was a nice talent to have because I could shoot things like weddings or edit like a slideshow for a birthday and make some side money. but. 
then it kind of became more and more of like a passion and learning more about it. And so I went to college and was would edit on the side and would do that kind of thing. Uh, I got my degree in marketing, so kind of ties together with what I do now. And then after graduating, um, my wife and I, we got married and moved to Austin. And there I broke into the film scene, uh, worked at a production company. We did stuff with like companies like Dell, MTV, Alamo Drafthouse. Um, and you met one of my heroes, Keanu, right? I worked with Keanu, yeah, a couple times. So I just, it wasn't like a big thing, but I mean, I was just on set with him for yeah. a couple hours for shooting interviews. and. So cool what, things what's like What's Keanu's that. best movie? Best movie, Speed. Speed. Speed, yeah. I don't think action movies, they don't make them like that anymore. And a lot of it's due, I think, because you don't have stars like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis carrying a movie now. Mm. It's all kind of like superhero movies and stuff. I don't know, I just kind of like that heiress. Yes. Maybe because I grew up in that. And, Nostalgia. So you're you're making videos with your brothers. You're making movies. You guys grew up in a house of music, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. So talk about how music was part of your life and encouraged your creativity. Yeah, I mean that was a huge part. So, kind of going through that, we were really into movies, and then we taught ourselves how to play drums and guitar, and naturally we formed a band. We were terrible. We we got decent throughout the years, and that was. Um, so I, I play drums. I have an internal beat always going. If you see me at my desk, I'm always tapping or yeah. doing something like that. And it drives everyone crazy, but I just, it's always going in my head. And that helps with editing. So I can pick up on cues and I'm listening to music or listening to a track for a video. I can see, oh, this is gonna be a good part to hit something there, you know? So always cutting to the beat. And so I guess what I'm saying is drums, and editing, it really helps tie everything together. Yeah, absolutely. So you're a veteran, you've been doing this for a long time. Um, you're mid-30s at this point. What do you say to someone, whether they're younger in age or older, but this is the world they want to get into. They, they love videos, they want to make a living doing it, but oh, I can't do it because I don't have the right camera. I can't do it because I don't know famous people. I can't do it because I don't live in New York City. Yeah. The main thing is just get out there and do it. Almost, I mean, a lot of people have a smartphone, an iPhone. Uh, we here shoot stuff on our iPhone sometimes and people don't can't tell. Mm -hmm. So it's a great tool to have. Uh, it's not ideal, but you can shoot and you can edit on your phone. You know, iMovie is in the app store, it's free. Mm -hmm. So you can do that. But the main thing is there's always gonna be some kind of barrier to jump through, you know? I mean, I can list a thousand things that I want, but it's not gonna make me edit better, you know? Mm -hmm. Or I can, yeah, I can get a new camera, it's gonna look better, but the main thing is telling a good story. And you can do that with what's in your pocket right now. Worst mistake you've ever made Ugh. in in this, in this world? In this world? Um, I worked on, in Austin, I worked on a movie, uh, it, was, it was a, pretty big movie, it was, a, it was a three or four week shoot. I was the, um, the DIT, which is the guy, when they fill up a car and we're shooting with red cameras, when they fill those up, they bring those to me to dump footage. Okay. Um, on set, I was fine, everything was good. I copied everything, backed it up, and everything checked out fine. Um, a couple months later, 
I guess, I can't remember what exactly happened, but we lost one of the hard drives. And so we had a backup, thankfully, because you, I mean, no matter what, always backup, backup. But we lost one of the hard drives, and that was going to one of the big producers in LA who, was, who funded the movie. And so it was a hard call to let him know, hey, it's gonna cost $3,000 to repair those hard drives, so. Ah. But that's the thing, I mean, mistakes are always gonna happen. Okay. And you just have to own up to it, and hardware is gonna fail, you know? It's not ideal, but luckily we got it back, and everything went okay. I always say, as long as money can fix it, it's not the worst thing in the world, you okay. know? Okay, no one died, even yeah, though exactly. you might get killed by Yeah, exactly, it's not like you were or hanging out of a car getting a shot and yeah. fall off, I don't know, I mean. Okay. It's gonna happen, just don't be too hard on yourself, because yeah. I guarantee it happens in the biggest Hollywood productions, you know? Yes, and accept it, and then make plans to move on. Man, that reminds me, dude, when I was in, I was just telling this to Kingston, we both have young sons, mm -hmm and he's hard on himself when he doesn't draw a circle right or we're drawing. And I was telling him the story when I was in junior high playing basketball. Did I tell you this story? No. We're playing basketball and of course I'm extremely hard on myself, mm -hmm. low self-esteem and all this. So I shoot the ball and I miss it and we're running back, you know, to, to play defense. And I was punching myself in the head so <laughs> hard I, was bla I blacked out. So, and I'm running down and I just look up and everyone's just laughing at me. And now looking back, so it's like, don't beat, own it, accept it. Yeah. Because punching yourself in the face <laughs> doesn't help <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, just yeah. don't be too hard on yourself. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So, um, one of the things, I, I didn't really know you, uh, we're very close now, I would say. You yeah. Know, working right next door to each other, our desks. Mm -hmm. um, but whatever, two years ago before you came to Hager, what I knew about Matt was rock and roll. Yeah. And I knew that you brought you and your brothers and your, your close friends had created a movie, yes. taking it back to Saved by the Bell. Uh -huh. Talk about that, because I think that's super cool. So that goes back to us being in college, making dumb videos. We had an idea called Lost Heroes, and the idea is to look back at old characters from a 90s show or a 90s movie that you forget about and make them look like they're the star of the movie. So we did that. Our first episode was with the character from Saved by the Bell, um, Mr. Belding's brother, Rod Belding. So we did that. We made it. We shot it over Thanksgiving break in college. I put it together the next week and it turned out we were like, wow, that's really funny. I mean, we got good reactions and people really liked it. Threw it up online. Um, and then we just kind of let it go. We're like, okay, cool. And then like six months later, I was looking at our views and I'm like, what happened? Because we had like in a day, 50,000 views and it just kept jumping. And we looked at our Google analytics and we saw the Sports Illustrated had picked it up oh, and wow. threw it out there. And so it started getting some views and we were like, wow, people are really enjoying this. And was, was actual Rod Belding in this one? Yeah, he, he wasn't was, in this one. This was so just kind of a... The way this looks is just us against a black screen uh -huh. and then footage laid over from the episode. Okay, and as if you were bell. students in there remembering. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, we made it just look like we were just fans and just didn't get it. Okay, like I got we it. We just took it way too serious. Okay. And so in the summer of 2009, we found out the actor who played Rod Belding, he lives in um, outside of LA and he's actually a realtor now. Uh, he's a really cool guy and we found his realtor company just through some online stalking and emailed it to him and hey, 
just loved your episode, loved your work, and wanted to, you know, let you see this. And he shot back a quick email saying, love it, let's do a sequel. Oh, and man. so over the course of the next year, 2009 to 2010, we were writing it, figuring it all out, and we finally went out there in June of 2010 and shot the sequel with him. So it's wow! How so? Just make sure everyone is is grasping this. Here is huge fans of Say by the Bell. Mm -hmm. I mean, you grew up in the 90s. Oh in yeah, the, in the early 80s. Uh -huh. So here it is. You reach out, you just have this idea, you're just, let's say, some random kids in Texas. Yeah. Hey, wouldn't it be cool to do what happened to uh -huh. Rod Belding? And then, which was uh, Mr. Belding's brother. Uh -huh. And then you guys are in LA making a movie with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, so how does the movie go? Oh, it's crazy. So we flew out there, we gave ourselves four days, like, I can't remember, maybe four or five. We had three days of just constant shooting. They were super long days like 17 hour days wow. like we were just because we had to get it you yeah. know and yeah we were just like so tired we just kept pushing and we would feed each off feed off each other's energy you know because mm -hmm. just look around you're in la doing it yeah doing it yeah. it was our first time there and looking back we were super inexperienced and it's great that it we didn't have any mistakes you know so we did that um Shooting wise, just trying to think, it was it was just very surreal being out there. And you you met Mr. Belding, right? He mm -hmm. came he came into it. Yeah. So in the episode, um, Rod Belding and Mr. Belding they get in a fight because Rod leaves to go on a rafting trip and leaves the kids, and we pretty much reenacted that episode. We recreated it, where Rod makes them all love him, and then at the end he's like ditches them for a girl, and we were like, man, it'd be great to get Mr. Belding in it. And we told um, Ed, who plays Rod, we're like, hey, do you know him? He was like, yeah, let's get him in here. And so it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And so we mm. got uh, so cool. Dennis Haskins, who plays Mr. Belding, to come out and shoot with us for about three hours. And he was, Did he think it was super cool? great. Oh yeah, he loved it. He was, oh, he loved supporting, you know, stuff like that. And he was a really cool guy. He, he drove through LA traffic to get to us. And oh man. So he was real gracious and um, it was great. We got to eat dinner with him and just hang out and talk. And then we recreated the scene that we all had watched for years. Yes. And we were just sitting there just like, we can't believe this How is happening. How cool was it? Yeah. Oh, it was great, yeah. And we actually had a little audience gather around us. I'm sure. Of people just watching the scene happen. So it was really cool. And then, uh, so you guys done this and then you made another this another full mm -hmm. feature film, right? Yeah, so uh, the, yeah, so the next that. one was called Wild in the Streets, and it's a throwback to 90s movies like rollerblading, crazy action. That one took a while, and it was really hard because this is like an hour and a half long movie. Mm. And doing that stuff with your friends who are not getting paid and are just doing it in their free time, it gets old to them. You know, after yeah. a year of like going out on a weekend and shooting something, you know. Like, come on, man. I'd rather yeah, hang out with my girlfriend. So it took, we started shooting it in summer of 2008 and we finished it in October of 2011. So. Wow. Almost three years or something like okay. that. Okay. Okay. So we finally did it. And then we uh, it got into a couple of film festivals. We were premier premiered it at the uh, Lone Star Film Festival in Fort Worth. Awesome. And then it played one, I think, in Arkansas as well. Cool. So okay. it got out there. It's We knew that it 
it wasn't going to be like a huge thing. It's just yeah. more of a passion project to say we did it. And it, but it's so, but right now it got shut down because of mm -hmm. like a music. Well, that one didn't get right? shut down, but we took it offline just okay. to be just to, to make cover sure. ourselves. Yeah, we had another one get shut down because okay. that was a, that was a mistake we learned that we just would take music we liked and throw in our videos. Yes. We didn't really pay attention to the licensing licensing part of it. We were like, that's not going to happen to us. And then some guy comes out and says he's going to sue us, and so... So you had to take the other movie down. Yeah, we took the other ones off, and we're going to figure out how to, you know, buy tracks we own and yeah. go from there. So right now, if someone wants to watch these movies, maybe if they'll send me an email or email you... I'd be happy to send a Dropbox link, but cool. yeah, as of right now, they're not on online, though. Okay, so. well, we'll make sure you guys get... Uh, at the bottom of the episode, I'm going to put an email for Matt, and yeah. we'll, we'll reach out to him. Uh, Matt, what's the best piece of advice you ever got? I, I always thought I knew like filmmaking and all that. And I was kind of just like confident, like, oh yeah, it's, I know all about it. Then I moved to Austin, started working with guys who are really professionals at it, know exactly what they're doing, and they just blew me away. But one of the biggest things I learned just from watching those guys, you know, being on set and watching all that is that they're still learning also, is they don't know everything, you know? Like they're still learning how to light a scene or, or how to film this angle, stuff like that. There are, so I mean, even people you look up to, hopefully they're still learning, you know? And, and to me, that showed me that you never know everything and just to always learn something new. Mm -hmm. To me, the, yeah, you can sign up for $10 a month, you know, courses online, that kind of thing. But to me, the best thing I've learned, if I see like in a video I like, like a transition or a way something is colored, I will go on YouTube and I can more than likely find that, mm -hmm. like a tutorial, you know? And then actually do it. Mm -hmm. Walk do through it, it mm -hmm. fail at it. What did you do wrong mm -hmm. and, and try again? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so honestly, the best thing as of right now, I learned so much from YouTube mm. and going online, just following step by step for a video, you know? So yeah. Let's do a lightning round. I got these okay. little cards and uh, they're fun, little right. questions. So I'm just gonna pick through here and, and you just give one. Let's do it. What makes you laugh the most? Dry humor. <laughs> Who would you like to have as a new neighbor? David Blaine. <laughs> Where do you think you'll live when you're a grown up? Uh. <laughs> Well, when I grow up, I'm going to live, I don't know. Favorite family tradition? Treasure hunts. Like mm. you put clues around the house to find your birthday gifts. Yes. That's a fun one. It gets intense. Who is your childhood hero? Robocop. <laughs> Remember, Robocop is your... Uh... Robocop and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, and let's get one more in here. What would you most like to be remembered for? Selfless. Mm. So, something to strive for. No yeah. one's not perfect, but you know. Yeah, that's good, dude. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Matt, I appreciate you coming on. It, yeah. the, the stage is yours. Anything else you want to say? Any, any other topics you want to touch on? Just what we said earlier, just never stop learning and there's always going to be something like a wall you got to push against you know but just 
don't wait for the perfect camera or the perfect software, just start making a movie mm -hmm. and you'll go from there. And if people want to reach out to you and uh, talk with you more, how mm -hmm. can they find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter. I don't tweet a lot. I use Twitter mainly for news, you know, okay. keeping up with stuff I'm interested in. But send me a message on there. It's just Matt M. Hamilton. Okay. So, so that's it, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Matt, is, like I say, he's a good friend of mine. He's my colleague. He's my peer. Uh, he's uh, one of my heroes. And I learned so much from him being here at Hager Communications, back there in the editing next to each other. Uh, it, it's just great to go back into your, your area. Oh my gosh, Matt, that's great. How did you do that? Mm -hmm. And so it just touches on me about if you can find someone, anyone that's working in your same world, it's, it's cool to bounce ideas and grow together faster yeah, than sure. just as you would alone. Mm -hmm. I agree. Guys, if you have enjoyed this episode, please like it, share it, subscribe, leave a review, do something because it helps the show. It helps me, helps Matt. Look at this dude. Matt, do you want him to share it? Of course. <laughs> so show some love because we love you. Until next time, I'm your host. I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. That's Matt Hamilton. And this is Steady Focused.